Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about those Braves? Unbelievable. You were there, weren't you? Yeah, I was. It was uh, I was there with the kids and... It was uh, hopefully that's something they'll remember when they get when they get older. But I was thinking to myself, that's the first time I've ever been to any kind of a clinching series win in my life. So right, it, was, right. it was pretty awesome. Well, it's great for Atlanta. It's good for the economy. It's good for the spirit. And in, in these times with all, everything going on in the country right now, we need something positive, right? There's there's no doubt. Hopefully uh, they can keep it going and uh, really make it positive, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, that's one thing we try to do with the All Four Seasons Home Show. We try to establish a firm a foundation of the truth when we bring in a guest. And we never want to flood the and, and, and the facts here with, uh, with, with false facts. And we want to plug all the leaks and make sure. And speaking of champions, we have a champion here with us today, an old friend, a, a, a guy who's been here on the All Four Seasons Home Show in the past, we're very happy to have with him the founder of AquaGuard, Mr. Tom DiGregorio. Tom, welcome to the All Four Seasons hey, Home Show. It's great to be here, guys. Welcome. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, it's great. It's great to have you. Hey, listen, um, uh, you know, I'd love. Everybody knows Tom, Dan. They, you know, Tom is. Uh, you know, they've they've come to know him. His face, his voice. They've come to trust him. And of course, AquaGuard's an incredible company. And but. You know, somebody might think of you as, you know, so successful, Tom, but that, that was not always the case. You have a story, and, you, t- you know, we talk about the American dream, achieving the American dream. Tom DiGregorio is the personification of the American dream. I mean, Tom, would you mind sharing a little the story of a little bio of yourself and the genesis of AquaGuard? Because I think it's something our listeners would really appreciate. Okay, sure. Be happy to. Uh, well, it started actually in January of 95. Um, it was myself and one technician, and we were doing new construction waterproofing. I had just dissolved a brief eight-month partnership with somebody who was in the waterproofing business, kind of introduced me to it, had convinced me that the there was a, a huge market for new construction waterproofing. And, and in the early 90s, there certainly was. There were Twenty to 30,000 homes a year being built every year. You know, probably half of those were basements. So I got into the new construction waterproofing business and um, partnered with this guy. It wasn't uh, eight months into it that I knew he and I were just cut from a different cloth. 
So I dissolved the partnership and went on my own, brought one technician. I had two home builders at the time, and that's how we started. Uh, I realized early on, though, that the codes are so slack um, when it comes to what is required for a foundation to be waterproofed. In fact, the code does not require a foundation to be waterproof. It requires it to be damp-proofed. And most people don't necessarily understand that distinction, but damp proofing is spraying a material on the wall that is resistant to water. Waterproofing is a thicker rubber coating, if you will, that is impervious to water. So the builders just never wanted to spend more than what they had to. So believe it or not, an average foundation of a home that's three to eight hundred thousand dollars, you have any idea what that, that might cost to do a new construction? Most people might think it's, you know, several thousand dollars. It's several hundred dollars. It's four to five hundred dollars max on your average three to eight hundred thousand dollar home. So I realized really early on that, number one, there was going to be a repair market in this town forever because the codes were so uh, insufficient. And the people who really needed a company like I was trying to build at the time, which is a company that was going to serve our customers. And uh, in fact, when I started, I did not come from the contracting world at all. Uh, and when I had some brief experiences with it and, uh, you know, as a consumer, as a customer, I realized that if I just said what I was going to do and then did what I said, I'd be way ahead of, you know, everybody in our industry <laughs> just doing that. Now, obviously, we wanted a lot more than that. So we started building a repair division uh, and started getting into waterproofing of crawl spaces and basements. Uh, almost lost the business in 08. Uh, it was a very challenging time for us because uh, most people don't realize or remember we were in a three-and-a-half-year drought, and I was much more known as a waterproofing company than a structural repair company. And although foundation settlement is very prevalent during drought, I was not really known well enough at that point, and we weren't even doing concrete lifting and leveling at that time. So uh, between that and the economy crash, I about lost my business, cut the business literally in half, uh, pay cuts and so forth. Got through that. The rains came back. Promised myself I would never be a rain-dependent company again. We started growing. In about 2010, uh, I brought on an individual named Joe Rusk. He was uh, an associate of mine I had met. He had a waterproofing company in the Cleveland area with his brother. He came down. Uh, joined me and ultimately we became partners and then we took this company to a whole nother level uh, we went from probably 60 people and maybe four or five million dollars to current day uh, probably 230 employees and uh, in the range of 50 million dollars so we've come a long ways we um, started our concrete uh, lifting process about 10 years ago, and that has gone like gangbusters. And um, when I started the company back in the day, uh, we our first slogan was a service company with integrity and a contractor who cares. And if you think about experiences with contractors these days, caring and integrity are probably not going to be in those stories. So we've taken that to a whole nother level at this point. And um, now we've grown uh, a great bit here in, in the entire metro Atlanta area, and we've got a great team of people 
whose sole responsibility is to do great quality work and to blow our customers' minds. So that's kind of where we are modern day. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I've known Tom for, I don't know, 15 years, Tom, would mm-hmm. you say? Something in that range. And it's funny, um, I've gotten to know Joe really well, too. So I, I, I know your business even better than I knew it when I just knew you. But uh, it really, and i got to tell you, one of the things that, that actually Joe helped me out with, and one of the things that, Jim, as you know, some of the things I've been doing even this last year, working on a culture uh, for my own business, um, it was amazing to hear some of the stories I have heard about what you guys did, people you would let go just for the integrity that you guys believed in, good people that most people would never let go um, for, for certain reasons. And, and at, at times I almost couldn't even believe what I was hearing, but you know, if you think about it, those are the kind of things that, that, that make a business is, mm-hmm. is those values and those principles being true to it, no matter what the situation is. Um, it really, if you do the right things, good things happen, right? I mean, we've learned those things as a little kid, but it's, it's absolutely the truth. It, it is. I mean, if you want to truly build an A team, you need A players. And, and you may not be hiring A players all the time, but through training um, and growth, uh, they can become A players. Uh, but as you said earlier, you know, back in the day, if we had a million-dollar sales rep, that was gold. You'd never think about letting some of those go. Uh, those people and we, we've let many many million dollar sales reps go because they didn't share our core values and integrity is a big one and uh, so yeah and it sends a real message to your people too I mean if you keep the wrong people on your staff um, it's going to from there because then the people yeah. know the leadership don't really care or that the core values we put on the wall are just something to put on the wall. That's right. It's something they put on the wall. And the other thing that I have found, and I mean, we, we're in this process too, where we always got caught up in, hey, we got to get the next garage door and we got to get it fixed, whatever the, that situation was, right? And we almost felt like we were a prisoner to that instead of saying, listen, we're going to lose some money here until we get somebody else hired and get somebody else in here. But you know what? We're going to fix this. And that's what's happened really uh, with my business as well and 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 what you see is when people see somebody getting away with something or doing something they're not supposed to do too they think they can do maybe not even just that but they can get away with something else and it just it festers and it's a cancer and it grows and exactly. and before you know it um you know you're you're the you're the slave to them mm-hmm. right you're just to, to your business and 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 just making that money again that you're worried about right then and there as opposed to what's going to happen in the future exactly right You know, um, I've had the pleasure of knowing uh, Tom for quite a few years also, and I'd like to add uh, to to what you said, Dan. I know Tom is a practitioner of of positivity, positive mental attitude, completely uh, always reading and feeding your mind with positive information, and and you're, you're a researcher. You go out there and you find the answers and find positive solutions to problems no matter what the adversity is and I remember Tom a few years ago uh, gave me a book by a na- by a man named Larry Janeski am mm-hmm. I pronouncing that last name right yeah and uh, it was a great book and I, I get his quotes every day on my email now but you might want to talk about how you know th- this part of your life has helped you in business mm-hmm. Well, you know, if, you, if you're going to grow people, you have to continue to grow yourself. You know, there's an expression, the speed of the team is the speed of the leader or something like that. And um, there's another great book I, I read called Extreme Ownership, written by a, a, a Navy SEAL. And, you know, they say in this book, there is no such thing as bad teams. There's only bad leaders. 
So in an often case, in, in many cases, it's the leader or the owner of the company that's the bottleneck. But because they think they're the owner, um, you know, they have blind spots and, and that can be very, very dangerous. So we have always practiced growing our people's minds, growing uh, and we, we, you know, do book reviews all the time with our management team and, and have for, you know, years and years. Uh, you got to continue to grow the mind if you're going to continue to grow the people. Yeah, again, I kind of go back to some of the things we're doing right now. And I know we, we're coming up to a break here in just a second, but uh, that's absolutely right. If, you're, if your managers and your, your owners don't live those same values that we just talked about, right, how can you expect your employees to do that? You know, exactly. kind of to your point. Yeah, very much true. Well, you know, Tom, uh, you've got you're such a fountain of knowledge, and I'm glad in our next segment he's going to share a lot more of uh, his company and his viewpoints on things. But you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show with Tom DiGregorio of AquaGuard. We'll be right back after this break. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and we're here with Tom DiGregorio, founder of AquaGuard, and, and he's been sharing some knowledge with us. But before we get back to Tom, I just want to remind you, uh, we're, uh, we're on here every Saturday morning at 9 on Extra 106.3. We're also simulcast on 1230 a.m., and we put our podcasts out on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So check us out. And Dan... I know you have a long relationship here with Tom, and uh, he, he certainly has a lot of services there that he provides uh, through AquaGuard and uh, his experience. And it's not just foundation repair, but basement waterproofing, crawl space repair, concrete lifting, and now even gutters, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of them. Let's let's start with with one of them. Yeah, let's okay. start with the newest one. Let's talk about gutters. What, what got you into gutters? What do we need to know about gutters? Well... Uh, you know, one of the things I've been saying for decades now is the number one reason why basements and crawl spaces leak in foundation, settle, crack, and bow is due to improperly channeled roof water. Uh, so it just made sense as we evolved as a company to address one of the things that has caused an a incredible amount of problems for, for the home and the foundation. So, uh, you know, managing roof water is is critical part of that and not just putting the right gutter system up on your house but as importantly um, making sure that the downspout water is properly pitched or or, um, piped off away from the foundation see people have a false sense of confidence they have their gutters up they have their downspouts there 
but downspouts are the are the problem. I mean, I can literally drive down a street, never get out of my car, and just look at where downspouts are placed and tell you which houses are going to have a problem. Mm. You know, on top of that, too, isn't with with the gutters, right? Isn't it? There's there's different sizes of gutters, and some of them, mm-hmm. you know, they need to be a little bit larger, right, to handle mm-hmm. the water. I know. I've got a little issue with a, a new project that we did in the last few years that when we get one of those big heavy rains, it's kind of dumping out of the gutter before it even gets to the downspout. It just can't handle it. Absolutely. I mean, it's important based on the land, you know, your, your lot and, and how wooded it is um, that you have a great covered gutter system so you can keep the debris out of the gutter which will cause it to clog. And then when you get these heavy rains, like you talked about, Dan, the water just sheets right over the gutter and falls right you know, next to the foundation, which is exactly what you're trying to prevent. Well, the width of the gutter is also important based on the home and the amount of rainfall in that, right? Because some people have a very narrow gutter. Sometimes you need a wider gutter, right, yeah. Dan? Yeah, that's what... You that's... should definitely go with a six-inch gutter almost in, in every yeah, no, case. Yeah, no reason not to, right? I mean, there's got to be a very little cost very, difference. Very, very little cost difference. And then, again, a good covered good cover system we're in the process of of developing a, uh, an even better covered gutter system and then most importantly and gut and and homeowners i'm sorry gutter companies don't pay attention to where they drop their downspouts they just want to put one in and move on and what makes a good gutter guard well one that's going to allow the water to get in and i mean the water to get in but to keep the debris out and there's a lot of systems out there right, right. There, there's one out there that advertises ridiculously heavily all throughout the country and it's probably the worst product on the market it's yeah, a, it's I, I a hear filter if, if you get the wrong one right it can make it worse it, it, it does make it worse um you know they say oh you know debris will never get in there well you're right neither will the water um and we've we've seen just a ton of problems with with, with that so you want to make sure you know what you're getting and don't just fall for a sales pitch uh get references um and and understand what you're buying you know you talked about waterproofing right where you, you kind of got started in that business Talk a little bit more about waterproofing and what, what, what you do when you come in there and, and what, as a consumer, what you should make sure somebody's doing if they are waterproofing. Well, uh, everybody reputable in our industry across the country uh, addresses waterproofing from the inside, inside the basement or the crawl space. And I know that's kind of counterintuitive to, to a, a foundation leaking but the accessibility of, of digging up a foundation that has patios and stoops and landscaping and, and condensers decks, decks and decks and all it, yeah. of that. And, and then you ultimately dig it up, attempt to waterproof a wall that has been covered with dirt and mud for you know, a long time, and then put in a footing drain on the outside, which will clog again with time. Uh, is just not the way to do it. It's cost, uh, it, it, it's cost, cost prohibitive, prohibitive and it's very invasive and many times you can't even get to the wall. So we do it from the inside. We have a great system that is quick and clean and easy. It's done from the inside. Problem solved. It comes with a life of the structure, transferable, nationally backed warranty, the best in the industry, and it's problem solved. When we do a foundation waterproofing system, we own it from that point forward. You know, another thing I remember from the last time we were on it, I think it was kind of a new product for you, and I can't think of the name of it. It was something when you were lifting up the concrete, some type of a new product or, or, yeah. or service that you had kind of recently come up with at that time. Can you talk a little bit about sure. that? Sure. It's, uh, it's called Poly Renewal. 
pumping under pressure a two-part polyurethane foam. We drill, uh, let's suppose your driveway is settled. Um, And this is for driveways, patios, stoops, pool decks, carports, or garage slabs. Most people think, wow, that darn concrete was the problem. The concrete really is never the problem. It's the soil underneath the concrete, and typically it either wasn't compacted well or because of poor drainage is eroding the soil underneath that and it creates the a void and then the soil no longer has the ability to hold the level uh, the, the weight of the concrete and it settles and it cracks do the roots have impact on that too big roots well roots are a different story roots will go, when they get under a slab will actually cause it to heave or or rise and that's a whole different animal this is a, a void that has caused it to settle and crack and mm-hmm. we drill dime size holes uh, in strategic places, and we pump this foam under the slab. It's almost like great stuff on steroids, if you will. And it fills that void, and then it gently lifts and stabilizes that slab. And it's a great process. As long as the concrete isn't all cracked up in a, you know dozens of pieces, uh, then this is a wonderful process to do. Uh, and this same process is used not only for residential work like driveways and sidewalks and patios, but we do it for bridge approaches, storm drains, and roadways. So it's a, it's a product that's been around now for, for probably close to 20 years, but it didn't hit the residential market till about maybe 10 years ago, and we've just absolutely so it's proven. covered up. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. And this can save you some money from not having to pour an all-new driveway, absolutely. I would assume. It's a lot less money than obviously replacing uh, the, 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 the concrete. Which is expensive. You, know, mm-hmm. you try to get a full driveway. Get a price for that, Jim, yeah. and see what you yeah, come ex- up with. Exactly. You know, something that I think AquaGuard has been uh, been instrumental in instrumenting, uh, introducing rather to uh, the market was the uh, the cross base encapsulating. That's mm. so cool. Can you talk about that yeah. and how that happens and the benefits of it and why would we we would even do it? Well, that's that's a good one, Jim. You know, over twenty years ago, we pioneered uh, the closing and conditioning of a crawl space. You know, construction codes to this day still call for a vented dirt crawl space to put vents in, and they put the vents all around the crawl space in an effort to create circulation. But in in essence, all it really does is allow the warm in the summer months, and we God knows here, you know, six, eight months a year, it's very humid, mm-hmm. and all that humid air is invited into the crawl space, which is cooler by design just because it's underground. Uh, so you get this explosion of condensation and therefore mold growth. And all the building science now clearly states that that was a bad idea. Um, so what we do is we, um, it's a multi-pronged process where we go in and we put in a drainage system, deal with any moisture or water coming into the crawl space. Then we close it with a 20 mil liner, if you will. It's like a pool liner, only you, you have to take a utility knife and slice this to, to damage it. And we put it on the floors, up the walls, uh, all the seams are, are uh, mechanically welded together. We close the vents. We seal all outside air leaks. Take a look at the crawl space door, which is uh, uh, usually a big problem as far as letting air in. And then uh, most importantly, especially here in the south, is installing a commercial-grade dehumidification and air filtration system. And it completely controls the environment in the crawl space. No more mold growth. 
um, warmer floors because in the wintertime, those vents l- allow the cold air in. And, you know, builders would insulate the floors, but the floors are still cold. So when you close those vents and you condition the, uh, the crawl space, um, it, it is a whole house transformation. And, by the way, you can save up to 20 25% on your heating and cooling costs as well, which is substantial. It's really one of the few systems that will actually pay for itself over time. Wow, that's an impressive product. It is. It's awesome, and, and you know, and, and innovative. I like the uh, the whole idea. You know, well, that's right. You're making you kind of put a new whole new wall up, right, all the, <laughs> all the way around and sealing it off, so you know you know that it is sealed. I've got a question for you. Coming from the garage door world, we get a lot of people that kind of expect us. We're going to put up a new garage door, and they're not going to get any water in their garage anymore. And we have to always talk to them. Like, water will find a way in if. Things aren't graded properly. You know, all the things that you already talked about, too, with the downspout or whatever. If you're not pushing water away the correct way and it's pushing up against my garage doors, it's going to get in. We can help some, but we can't prevent that water. When somebody has a situation like that, and I'm, I'm sure things are different, what can you all do to, to maybe prevent that water from getting in the garage? In most cases, when that happens, and there's a major problem, not just a blowing rain, and right. you have little you know, seals on the bottom of your doors right. that can typically prevent that, uh, it's normally when the driveway is pitched towards the door or it has cracked and settled now and pitched towards the, the, the door. In some cases, we've actually lifted and leveled that area to where it now is pitched back away from the door. Um, in some cases, or a lot of cases, you can put a drain, a, a great drain. Like a French and, drain, I mean, that's... Well, that's... It's, a, it's a great drain. It'll go right across the entrance of the, of the garage and then pipe that water away, you know, from, from that area. Um, but it typically wasn't built that way unless the builder was really just not paying attention. So these things these does happen. develop <laughs> over time. Yes, it does happen, too. Well, listen, those are the kind of things, and that's what we usually talk to people about. But, you know, of course, sometimes people just don't want to spend that money either. They want, yeah. they want a solution without spending the money, and that's... Yeah. I'm sure you get issues where you say, no, you need to call a drainage company, and we have, and when we're out there, we know you need to call a garage door company. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that's, that's what happens. I mean, we can do some, but we, you can't, you know, you can't make a miracle work, you know, with right. all this, but maybe it's a combination, right? You get that French drain, and or I call it French drain. Anyway. You call it, what, a great drain? Yeah, because the French drain is kind of a generic term these days, but it usually involves a pipe and gravel system when you talk about a French or a footing drain. You know, Tom, I'd like to to get your viewpoint and your experience on how a company like yours, a successful company, thriving, doing well, a lot of employees, a lot of people counting on you, and all of a sudden the virus hits, okay? People are not, you know, the, the labor issues, all that, the supply chain issues, how, what have you experienced and how have you dealt with that? Uh, well, that was, uh, it was quite a year in 2020 when, when, when things started really getting um, much more involved with, with the virus in, in cases. I remember that was what about right around March. And we, we actually we changed our protocols, uh, you know, based on what we were told to do with masks and masks and, and so forth. And there was a period of time where we were doing a lot of virtual appointments. We were telling our customers, listen, just let us into the basement, uh, let us into the crawl space, or we're going to look outside, you know, for the, the concrete or the, or the gutters. 
and uh, and then we would do virtual appointments with them, uh, you know, via uh, Zoom and uh, you know with our, our laptops and, and Zoom was a way we were doing it a lot. Um, we didn't have too many supply chain issues at the time. There are probably more now than there were then. Uh, but I think you know, uh, ironically, in the middle of the you know, the the quote unquote pandemic, we had a record breaking year in in 2020. A lot of people sitting at home, right, and yeah. uh, not not going on vacations and not not spending money on entertainment or ball games or movies or whatever, right? And they wanted to improve their home. The home trades industry did, you know, did and is still doing very, very, very well under these circumstances. But what about the labor? So many businesses like yours have had trouble with not having enough, not being able to uh, find and, and retain good labor. Did, was that a challenge? It, it, it was, and it, and it still is. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, we could use 25 people tomorrow, um, uh, especially in our production department. Uh one of the keys, Jim, is to just when you have a really good culture, people want to work. And, you know, unfortunately, the government has created a situation for people to stay home and make money instead of going to work. Right. Um, we didn't get a whole lot of that at all. Um, but, of course, when, you know, cases break out, then you've got to you've got to adjust. So it, it's a it's a challenge. Uh, but. Um, you know, we're constantly looking for, for great people. We have a full-time recruiter, you know, who, who stays extremely busy. And a big part of our uh, growth with our people are referrals from our own employees. And I think there's not a better testament when your own employees are telling their friends or family, hey, come and work. This is a great place to be. And, uh, and that's a big part of, of uh, the growth of our, of our staff. Yeah, that Tom, you know, and again, I know a lot about you and your company, so I know you guys do do a great job of that. And again, that's something we're really working on, you know, kind of kind of following that same lead. And, and, and it's, listen, you can make excuses for things all day long. You can talk about how bad it is, and it is bad. And, and, and that's true, and you can make these excuses, but you're never going to find those people, um, find the good people, get them trained up. And, and create that culture without the positive attitude of, hey, listen, they're out there. I just have to find them. Mm -hmm. And it might be my toughest job that I have as a business owner is to find these people. But I got to be great at it if I want my company to be great. It, it, it's definitely the highest value activity an owner, you know, should be, you know, pursuing in, in finding good quality people. Because at the end of the day. You know, as I'm sure you can recall, when, when you're a small company, you have a lot of control. You're, you're involved in a lot of things. When you scale a company to, you know, 50, 100, 150, 200 employees, you know, you've got your people have to share your core values um, because you're not, you're, not, you're not in the thick of things no, anymore. You don't have There's that thumb too, on Too many everything. moving parts. Yeah. That's right. There is too many, many, you know, and, but I would say this, even the smaller you are and, and listen, you've had different segments, you've done different things. Um, and I always find it interesting, right? We've tried the, the front doors and we've got commercial, we've got some things that aren't nearly as big as our residential piece, but it's amazing how much when you just have one or two people too, how big of a blow, right? If you have one or two oh. people in a department, you lose one, 
You're yeah. devastated, right? If you had 10 people in the department, you lose one, you can, everybody can pitch in and get by, but you lose that one person yeah. when you're the, the smaller you are and it is devastating and it's tough. And, and listen, let's face it. We're dealing with a different person than we were 20 or 30 years ago too, whether it be work ethic or what they expect. I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's a different, different world out there for sure. Um, certainly a lot different than when we were kids, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't just say, Hey, I pay you a good amount of money and that's just okay right you've got to you got to make sure there's other reasons they want to work for you yeah tom you have been in business a long time and you shared with us already what you the adversity that you faced in 2008 with the economy what do you see happening now a lot of people question the economy where it's going now or leadership that type of thing what where, where do you see this country's going economically and what are, what are your what are your personal thoughts if you would be so kind to share them with our audience? Well, that's a loaded question there, Jim. Uh, at the end of the day, there are certain things we can control and certain things we can't control. And I think a lot of owners, business owners, get caught up in all the things they can't control and they start freaking out about it. And I get it. There, there's a lot to freak out about today. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you have to control the controllables. And, there's, and, and, and if you let the things you can't control affect the things you can control, that's, that's a, a, a cardinal sin when it comes to you know, being an entrepreneur and running a, a business. So uh, you know, that's, I know those are gen, kind of a generic thing to say, but it's, it's very true. And you know, Dan, you, you, you can certainly appreciate that. It's, it's easy to be, get distracted. It's easy to lose focus on the things you can control. Uh, and you know, another big thing when it comes to leaders, um, is to break your high value and low value activities into two groups and make sure that you are focusing as an owner or your senior leadership team is focusing on the high value activities because uh, you can get so hung up in the weeds on the low value activities just because you know we got to get that job done we got to do this we got it and you're putting you're constantly putting fires out and a good owner is not a good firefighter uh, I, I mean uh, they don't work together you've got to have people putting out your fires and you have to be making sure that your own people aren't starting your own fires I might disagree a little bit. I do think owners are great firefighters, but they got to know which fires to put out. I think that's right. the big thing, well, right? I mean, you're always putting a fire out. It's right. just you want to do the high level firefighting, right? So exactly. That, you know exactly. You, if, you're, if you're fighting fires all the time, then you're not personally, yeah. And you're involved with that process, then then chances are you're not on the high value activities. Which and, you're gonna, and listen, I, and 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 Tom's 100 percent right, Jim, and you know this. Right. It's very very easy to get distracted right now it is disgusting the things that are going on in this country yeah. right now and you certainly cannot feel good about the future of this country with what's going on however as a business owner right you can't let that freeze you up and let you not continue to do the job you're supposed to do do you think about the future and what you know you know yeah we have to think about the future right we got to plan on it for that next year and the year after or what have you but but we want to uh, let it freeze us up yeah. and, and let us curl up in a ball, right? I mean, in business owners, typically, that's not your attitude. But right, right now, sure, it can affect well, everybody. Well, unfortunately, we've got a large uh, portion of this population in this country that have got their heads stuck in the ground like an ostrich and, you know— Hear no evil, see no evil, speak mm -hmm. no evil. They 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 don't want to they don't want to know the facts because if they know the facts, Tom, they might have to do something about it. 
Yeah. And they don't want to do nothing. Ignorance is bliss, they say. (laughs) But, you know, uh, ignorance can also be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know as business owners, there's a lot of them out there that, you know, without getting too political here, these mandates, um, you know, mandate is is basically smoke and mirrors. There There are no laws right now on the books other than what you hear on TV about mandates. So until... Not yet, Tom. But our, our president's working on it. Yeah, but... I don't think he is, though. I think to Tom's point here, you don't just put something out and you have absolutely no guidance for this whatsoever because he knows it's illegal. There's so no laws. Doing, it works there's... for Dr. Fauci. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, well, he's not long for this world. <laughs> uh, so... You know, at the end of the day, you still have to just control the controllables and, yeah. you know, take care of your business because no one else is going to better than you. We're, uh, we're with Tom DiGregorio of AquaGuard, and he's sharing a lot of great information about his past experience running his business and, and all the challenges. Uh, Dan, I know that you can relate to, uh, you've been in business for 20 years now, and you can relate to uh, these type of challenges and overcoming adversity, right? Oh, there's, there's no question about it. As a business owner, I think if people, one thing they would, you know, take to heart is it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard being a business owner, and you're responsible for a lot of people. It's a big job. Well, I, I've always admired Tom for staying. I don't know what he feels on the inside, but, uh, you know, he's always stayed cool in the face of adversity and the changes and the ups and downs and all that. And, uh, you know, I, how do you do that, Tom? How do you stay so calm? Well, you know what, Jim? I think we got to hit a break. Let's let's save that to the next segment. Well, I get so involved with Tom, I don't want to go on break. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be right back. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearchus. And, Dan, uh, we want to remind people that if, uh, for instance, we have Tom DiGregorio here with us uh, from AquaGuard. Uh, Many times people say, gee, I wish I would have heard, you know, Tom on the show or John on the show, whatever. Don't forget, folks, you can go to the Extra 106.3 website. Pull down the menu bar, All Four Seasons Home Show, and you can hear any of our shows all year long. They're on there all year, so uh, you're not going to miss it. So if you miss Tom today or you have a friend or family member who wants to hear more about some of the things that Tom's sharing about foundation repair, go to the website and you can listen to Tom. Also, we want to remind you to download the Extra 106.3 app to listen live on your smartphone anytime you want. Uh, Getting back to things here, you know, Tom... Uh, unfortunately, many people are procrastinators. And when it comes to your industry, that is something that people do not want to procrastinate with because the longer you procrastinate, 
that bill goes up, 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 and it becomes more serious, right? You want to touch on that? Sure. Um, you know, when you have water in your basement, it's pretty obvious. And, you know, people will, you know, I spoke to a friend the other day. I don't get a whole lot, and I'm just accepting the fact that when it rains heavily for a couple of days, I'm going to have to go suck up some water. Uh, but you know you have a problem. A lot of the other things, like foundation repair issues, crawl space issues, people don't really understand what a foundation repair issue is. They stare at the same crack emanating out of that doorway, you know, in their home or, the, you know, cracked veneer on the outside of sy- symptoms. So we've tried to educate people so they know what's going on because some of the things we fix are not obvious like water in your basement is. But, you know, the, the home is typically the biggest investment. Uh, uh, you know, a person makes. So taking care of it is very important. And in many cases, with the things that we do, um, putting it off can potentially make the problem worse and more expensive. So it's important to be proactive with these things. All of our estimates are completely free. There's no obligation. So if you have any questions, whether you may or may not have an issue, Obviously, we would recommend that you call us out or a qualified contractor to come out and look and let you know what the problem is or isn't. And, you know, we're very honest. Some of the best referrals we've ever gotten are from people we've never done work for. We came out. We told them what it was. We told them what it wasn't. Told them this is not an issue or you can monitor this. And they really appreciate that. But it's important to be proactive with your home, guys. And the cheapest guy, Dan, is not always the no, well, you want it, to touch it never, on that? It, it usually is not the best, and and I think we all know that's from from having contractors out in the past and trying to save a few bucks, and when they then you need to call somebody else back out there to fix the problem that they either never fixed or they put did something new at your house and and they didn't do it right, or you call them back for a warranty and they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes on and on and on. I mean, sometimes it can cost you, depending on what the situation is, it cost you more money than you spent with the first person. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we might go to the cheap place to buy gas for our car, but you don't want to go to the cheap place to deal with your foundation repair, do you, Tom? No, you don't. And, you know, one of the things, you know, we get uh, quite often is, you know, do I have to wait that long? Uh, and, you know, there's a reason why there are lines outside the door at great restaurants. Uh, so, you know, can you get a cheap meal? Yeah, you can. But a cheap meal in our industry is more than a cheap meal. It could, it could be a major headache that you have to, you know, live with. Uh, you know, one of the things, we, we are by no means the most expensive and we're not the cheapest. But we are the best and we stand behind what we do. Our ultimate goal is you're going to be happy or, you, you know, we're going to make you happy. You're ultimately not going to pay for the job. So... Uh, and it is, a, unfortunately, in the contractor's world, it's still a buyer's beware kind of market out there. And it's no different in our industry. Uh, there are several companies in our industry right here in Atlanta that do a lot to blacken the eye of our industry. Um, you know, and they might be price driven. They might be, you know, hard sales, you know, right out of the gate or, or you know, appeal to your sense of urgency. Oh, my God, I've got this problem. We can fix it right now. But any good company worth their salt, you're going to wait a, a little bit, depending on, on the circumstances, to get that job installed. So a lot of times people make a short-term, hurried decision, and it becomes a long-term problem. And, and it even becomes even – there's even more related problems. Like one thing we haven't touched about, Dan, is if you procrastinate and let this go in, like Tom was mentioning, hey, I just got a little bit of water, I'll sop it up. 
there can be serious mold issues, right, Dan? Well, listen, Thompson wanted to talk to you about that, of course. But, yeah, I mean, and, and then the other thing, I, listen, I, and, and Tom can get into the mold and, and, and get into that after. But, you know, this is not, you know, if you get foundation repair or whatever, I mean, it's not, it's not cheap. It's not a couple hundred dollars here. But, and it's never an exciting thing to spend that money on. But like Tom mm-hmm. said, this is, this is an investment in your home. I mean, when you go to sell it. Right. I mean, the inspector comes out. I mean, you're going to have to you're going to have to pay one way or another. It's right. You the might foundation as well do a, of your house. It's it's uh, you're right. And, and listen, there's one huge a lot of people make the mistake of putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then they go to sell the house and they realize they have to fix it. So they spend the money anyway. So right. the new owners can enjoy the benefits of it. That's what I was just fix say. it now. Right. And get the benefits get, get the benefit of it. And most of the work we do comes with a life of the structure transferable warranty. So now you have an added marketing benefit because if your home has a problem in a certain neighborhood, chances are you're not the only one with a problem in that neighborhood. But if you, but neighborhoods for sales compete, you know, they want to live in this neighborhood or live in this area. So you have a marketing or a sales advantage by offering a guarantee uh, on something as important as your foundation. And where do you get a guaranteed anything on a resale of a home? You know, what's exciting about Tom's company and it's, it's, it's significant is he educates people. AquaGuard educates people. They don't just try to scare the hell out of people to get a sale. You educate them. And once they get the knowledge, Tom, they want to do what's right. That's exactly, that's a whole process, uh, is people don't understand waterproofing and foundation repair issues. So we help them understand what the problem is so we can help them understand the different solutions that we offer. And then they are comfortable in knowing what's going on and making an educated decision for them, for themselves and for their home. So educating homeowners on what the problem is, is, is critical to helping them make the right decisions. I think, I think that's, that's goes across the board with all companies, right? When somebody's educated, I mean, you, you feel good when that person comes to your home and you feel like they know what they're talking about, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, as opposed to the guy that can't answer your questions, right? You just feel better with that company in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jim, we're getting we're getting down you know, to the end here. Yeah, Let's we, make sure Tom can. Well, he we've got about an, an, another minute yet, Tom. But what, is there any party com, parting comments you'd like to let our audience know about uh, about your company, your industry? Well, we we are here to serve. So if you sus, um, suspect you have any of the problems that we can deal with, please give us a call. Uh, you can reach us at seven seven zero four one nine nine one one one. You can certainly reach us. Uh, or see us on the uh, web at uh, aquaguard.net. But just know when you're doing business with AquaGuard, you're doing business with a company you can totally count on. And, you know, through thick and thin, we're human, we make mistakes, uh, but we make it right. And, and that's all you can ask for. That's right. Take the words out of my mouth. I was well, I was just about to just say like that's all your, you can ask for. I'm thinking that just like mouth. our sponsor, All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, your slogan is... Well, which one, Jim? I got when trust matters. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we will thank you for listening. Again, you can you can tune in for a different uh, subject matter expert every weekend, every Saturday morning at 9 right here on Extra 106.3. Next week, we're going to have Main Street Guns and Range. We're going to talk about all things to do with guns and firearms and the laws and all that. We'll get a big bang out of that show, yeah, right, Dan? I'm fired up. <laughs> we appreciate you, you tuning in, and we'll, we'll see you next week. 
What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.